It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I want to start the show with a personal story. Maybe you will relate to. I remembered that earlier today that since I've been, I don't know, 10 years old, I used to say to my parents every time we talked, I know, mom, I know that. Like, you know, I was 10. And I was 18 when I can be able to vote and drive. I said, oh, not now I know about life. At 25, 30, I thought I knew about love and money or uh, other things, you know. I didn't know squat. And then you get a tough time sometimes around 30 to 40, and you start to realize you don't really know, right? But there's one thing I know for sure, and I think you will relate, is if you follow your heart, and that's the only thing at the end that really feels good, is to be loved and to love. That's it. Everything else, which I thought I knew, I was wrong. But to be loved and love, now I know that's the most important. Anyway, back to you. You call the next. Bonjour, Molly. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Molly. What's going on? How can I help? So, um, I've been dating my boyfriend for a while, and we said I love you and everything. But the only time he really says I love you is when I say it to him, and then he says it back. And mm -hmm. I feel a little bit needy, but I kind of want him to say it out of the blue. It's a little, you know, more romantic, and I'm just feeling like I don't know how to ask him to say that. So, this is a tough question. I don't want to ruin the answer, but because I'm a guy, okay, so here's how it goes. <laughs> to be spontaneous, you have to be honest. If somebody says to you, Listen, I would like you to say to me, I love you, you know, on your own more often. Immediately, it takes away being spontaneous. Okay, right. It becomes, I should do this as a duty, as a chore, to make her happy. But you will know, because you're a woman that has an intuition, that immediately you will feel, is he meaning it or not? Right. So with those things, I'm, I'm not in favor of asking somebody to say, I love you first, I love you more, because it becomes not real. It becomes an obligation. And then you will pick up on it because you're very smart and women have an intuition. And the minute you feel it's fake, then where do you go from there? So here's my advice, Molly, is that we all come with like, like a box of chocolate, you know, good chocolates, different chocolate. Some people say I love you first, somebody more, some people are more touchy, you know, the five languages of love. And maybe his is not the same. I don't recommend you tell him, tell me I love you on your own first. Because if I'm a guy and I hear this, I, I'm going to want to make you happy. But it's going to be fake. So, <laughs> yeah. And so then you're going to feel even worse. But mm -hmm. if you feel, and that's my question for you, when he says, I love you too, do you feel in your woman intuition that he's telling you the truth? Yeah, I do. That's all that matters. The who says first, I know it, it hurts a bit your feelings, but it would be way worse if you realized he was being fake by saying it first, right? You'd be like, come on. <laughs> that's so true. So we want truth, we want spontaneous, we don't want obligations when it comes to say, I love you, or I want you, or I miss you. Yeah, that makes okay. a lot of sense. Thank all you right, so Melissa. much. You're most welcome. As long as you feel he loves you for real, that's all I'm interested in. The rest, we can deal with it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, have a good night, Molly. Thank you. Bye. So you know we have, you know, each of you know, different way of, of expressing, you know, our, our, our languages of love. There's five of them. Let, let's just talk about that next.
So I don't know if you're kind of aware of this. Uh, you probably are. But there is, you know, the kind of languages of love. Uh, there's five ways, really, that has been defined as the way we love each other. My last caller said, you know, Molly said, well, I wish my boyfriend said I love you first more. I said, you know, we each express our love according to one of the five love languages, which are, A, words of affirmation, the famous I love you, I miss you, and all that. The second one is, you know, gift, giving or receiving gift, act of service, the quality time, you know, do things together. Also, that's, that's key. Um, and there's a the physical touch. People are very, you know, cuddling and some are not. And you can't change somebody from one way to the other. My point is this, once you've you meet somebody you love and they love you, I know it can be perfect sometimes, but those five languages of love, that's it. We can't, so, like, I couldn't be different than I am. And so that leads me to a personal story where I failed to understand that early on in my life, and I'm going to tell you what happened. Next. So please remember, this show is all based on don't do like me, do better than me. So I share all my mistakes. Anyway, I didn't know about the five languages of love back then. And uh, in my 20s, I fell in love with a lovely woman. Um, and, uh, you know, I liked the physical touch, obviously, and, and the quality time. And, and she was more about the words, the I love you, I miss you, and all this. And so there, it became awkward. And I did not understand. So she, she would say, Simon, I, I wish you would say, you know, sometimes I love you on your own or I miss you and stuff like that. And I would say, oh, I want more physical <laughs> contact, stuff like that, <laughs> quality time. didn't work out. I didn't know then. You can't change somebody love languages. So don't do like me. Be attentive at the beginning of the relationship of the love language of the person you're dating. Those five love languages, keep that in mind. Don't do like me. Do better than me. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Shoshana. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Shoshana. So you have a romantic boyfriend. I don't know why. So please share your story with me. Yeah. So I think I think I have a very romantic boyfriend. And um, uh, last week it was actually my birthday, and I love oh, happy bake. late birthday. Um, oh, thank you. Um, I love to bake, and my boyfriend um, just kind of put everything aside for the whole day so that he could bake with me. And we made this really beautiful cake, and there was like six layers and um, lots wow. of decorations and. Um, it just—it was so nice to just get to spend that time together doing something that I loved and that he loved as well because we got to spend time together. Um, and then at night he surprised me because um, we couldn't just eat cake all day. So he surprised me at huh. night and went to our favorite sushi restaurant and got so much sushi. Um, <laughs> it was just like this huge platter and we got to just be at home and eat it and we ate so much food and then we had so much cake and it was just really sweet and uh, very thoughtful and I felt very spoiled um, but also really lucky as well to just have somebody who knew what I would want and who just spent the day with me. First of all, what was the cake like? Was it with strawberry cake, chocolate cake, sugar? What was the cake like? Well, we had three different kinds. So we had a butter cake and then a lemon butter cake and then a sprinkle cake. Oh my <laughs> and then gosh. we made a, like a cardamom buttercream frosting with also a lemon curd mousse in the middle. Ooh. So it was very extravagant. Hi, <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm jealous, but I'm happy for you. And then how did the whole thing make you feel? Just made me feel so good. You know, we're both very busy um, and 
for him to just take the time to pause and really like be with me to celebrate my birthday just made me feel so special. Um, cause I know that, sure. that, you know, it's, a, it's hard to pause, I think. So, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like exactly what I needed. Wonderful. Well, listen, I understand. So Shana, thank you so much for sharing that story. Deep that dude <laughs> and, uh, and happy again, belated birthday. Thank you so much, Simon. You're welcome. Have a good night. Coming up, I'm going to go to Santina Instagram DM because she has a crush on a guy and she has a question for me about it. So uh, her DM is next. Santina sent me an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio saying, Bonjour Simon, I have a crush on a guy and he watches all of my Instagram stories. And sometimes he comments on them with heart emojis, but he never asks me out. Does that mean he likes me or he doesn't? Because I am confused now. Please advise. Oh, it's a good question. If somebody likes and even with emojis and um, your stories but never ask you out, do you think they really like you or not? I'll answer next. So Santina sent me that DM and I'm wondering if really somebody likes, you know, or put great emojis uh, on your stories, Instagram stories, but at the end, you know, never ask you out. Do you think this person really is into you or not? Santina, I'm going to be very clear uh, and real. No, he's not. Or maybe he's not available, by the way. Maybe he has a girlfriend or something. But the only thing that you have to judge on are facts, no social media. Uh, liking or loving somebody's social media posts, stories, doesn't mean much just that you love the story. It's not about you so much. It's about the story. So it's not a bad thing. But unless somebody say, hey, reaches out to you with words, my advice is don't wait for him and keep on trucking and dating. That's my advice. You call the next. If you ever have a question about your relationship, call my show The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Julia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Julia. What's going on? Um, well, I have a, a guy that I've been for about nine months except mm-hmm. he's just a friend like with benefits okay. and I only see him like once a month and mm-hmm. I want to keep seeing him but then sometimes it's just so painful in between because he only wants to get together once a month I just don't know when I'm with him everything's perfect and beautiful and I just don't know if that one day a month is worth like some of the pain I feel in between mm-hmm Let's talk about it. First, tell me, how did that make you feel when you with him? What do you guys do? We, uh, well, I don't know how much I can say on this. We, we are spend time in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> so you ooh-la-la a lot. We don't, we don't do anything else. I see him once a month. It's a friend with benefits, really, but I do love him. I don't necessarily but, I mean, want a full relationship, but I feel like I need a little more than once a month. I see. And so... The tough question is, why would you want to stay with somebody who only wants to see you for ooh-la-la once a month? I know, but it's the best ooh-la-la that I've ever had, and it's always so beautiful for those couple hours, but it is only a couple hours. I don't know. I'm torn. I always think I should leave, and then I'm like, well... Listen, once you find somebody who makes you say ooh-la-la really good, like you just did... (laughs) 
this is a good reason because that, that doesn't happen all the time. So, uh, you know, and this is COVID time. So here's my advice. Enjoy while it lasts. And you know it's not forever. Uh, you could also sometimes say, hey, um, you know, send him a text every two weeks. Said, hey, come over. You know, if you want to have more ulala, tell him. If he doesn't, he doesn't. You know it's not forever. You know this is not the one. But listen, life is too precious and too short. Once you find a guy who makes you say ulala like that, I say you keep the guy for a while. Okay, thank you. I've been so torn about this. I really appreciate it. I always love your advice. I really appreciate it. Well, you're most welcome, Gia. Listen, I think a lot of people will be jealous because this COVID time, a lot of us, including me, have no ulala whatsoever. <laughs> All right, so True. not so bad. All right, Julia, thank you so much for calling. Enjoy and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. How long should you stay with somebody just to repeat that feeling? Let's talk about it next. So, wherever you are tonight, in your car, home, or driving a truck, or at work, but please picture in your mind the person of which you had the best ooh-la-la ever in your life. Picture it. Remember it. You know, the, 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 the satisfaction, the liberation, the, 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 the feel-good, the energy, okay? Think about that person, and then you wonder if that person were just that, a lover, how long should you stay with a person like this if you know there's no future and it's all about ooh-la-la? But I'm not talking average ooh-la-la, I'm talking the best ooh-la-la of your life. You were shaking afterwards. You were like, oh, what happened? How long should you stay with somebody like this? Let's talk about that next. So I have a question for you because my last caller, you know, to talk about how long should I stay in a friend with benefits with somebody who makes me say, ooh la la, the best of my life. Like, remember that feeling, by the way? Think about the person who made you feel like this and then answer the question, how long should you stay with somebody like this in a friend with benefits situation just for this fabulous feeling, which happens rarely, liberation. So here's my advice. When that happens, keep that person for as long as you can. Because this is a rare feeling. <laughs> and I gotta be honest with you, this is you know, that's why it's a late night show. When that happens, don't confuse this with love. But hey, life is one time. And if somebody makes you so happy, enjoy La Vie est Belle, as we say in France. You call the next. Bonjour Keith. Bonjour Simon. Bonjour Keith, what's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, the girl that I'm dating is big on social media. And so, yep. um, you know, she's, she's developing a following and everything. And I think it's great. I really do. Um, but the thing is, is that it's just, you know, she posts like everything, like all the time, you know, everything going on, everything we're doing, wherever we're going. And um, I would just kind of like to have some things like sort of private that's like just ours. Um, uh -huh. But but I don't really want to like infringe on what she's doing because I support her. Um, so I don't really know like it, is it something I should bring up or like how should I go about handling it? Okay, so um, I mean I believe in privacy being a way to keep things precious. It's like keeping food in the fridge; you keep it you know healthy. Once it's out in the public, you know it will not. It, it can get you know I don't want to say hurt or, or, or misused, but I would just use the preciousness of being private. I would say, listen, 
There's some stuff I don't want, and you be direct and very honest. No unspoken. Mm -hmm. Say, listen, honey, you know, there's some stuff I don't want it to go on social media. But why? I think it'd be great because you just say, just like you know, there's some things that you know, once you open them, you know, it can like you know not be as precious. Well, it's the same thing. There's some pictures that are not meant to be for the public eyes. And when you are together, you have to talk about social media strategy together. You guys have to agree as a couple on what is possible and what is not. And that is conversation that you have to have with her. Mm. Yeah, that sounds really good. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. But remember, no unspoken. It's better to have a little conflict and resolve it than pretend because you're afraid of hurt somebody's feelings by, especially on social media, you know, that, so go straight about what you think is agreeable and then ask her how she feels about it and then ask her what she thinks is, is good to post on social media and then you guys do a list of things or you decide you're going to see the picture together before it goes out about what should be posted and not, okay? Mm, yeah, okay, great. Thank you so much. You got it, Keith. Good luck to you and have a good night. All right, thanks. Let's finish the show with a question about the ex, your ex. So be honest, do you still miss your ex? We'll talk about that next. So this is a question for you, wherever you are tonight on that late night. Do you still miss your ex? Do you think about her or him? Yes or no? And I posted that on my social media, you're going to be surprised, at Rendezvous Radio, so you could vote on it, and you voted. 74% of you said, no, I don't miss my ex, but 26% of you voted, yes, I do miss my ex. And right now, do I miss my ex? No, I don't, actually, be honest. But it's interesting, right? 26% of you said yes. Thank you so much for uh, spending this late night with me. You know, I look forward to the show, and I hope you do too. So thank you so much, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.